Hi everyone, my name is Matt. I'm the youth and family pastor at Cornerstone Church in Marshfield. I'm here today with your Cornerstone Connection, a daily devotional. So I'm wondering, have you ever played the game, uh, what do these two things have in common? Usually uh, you take uh, two different objects, two different people that are very different, but they have something in common. You gotta try to figure out what they have in common. Well, today in our reading, coming from Numbers chapter 21, I wanna start by asking you this. What do these two things have in common? Jesus and the serpent. <laughs> you might be thinking, Pastor Matt, you're speaking heresy because the only thing you know perhaps about a serpent in the Bible comes in Genesis 3 when the serpent makes people sin and you're thinking, there's nothing that Satan, the serpent, and Jesus, the Son of God, have in common. Well, that's not the serpent I'm talking about. Let's go to Numbers chapter 21 today. The Israelites are making their way to the promised land. They're taking a very long time because they can't obey God. <laughs> and we get to Numbers chapter 21, starting in verse 4, going through verse 9. And we're going to see a serpent. And we're actually going to see a lot of snakes. But we're going to see one serpent in particular that actually points us to Jesus. A serpent that Jesus himself talks about in John chapter 3. And we'll go to that quickly before we end our time together. So join me in Numbers chapter 21. Let's see what's happening for the Israelites and Moses as they're making their way through the desert. Here's what it says. From Mount Hor, they sent out by the way to the Red Sea to go around the land of Edom. And the people became impatient on the way. Huh, very funny, huh? That, that's never happened before. <laughs> and the people spoke against God and against Moses. Why have you brought us up out of Egypt to die in the wilderness? For there is no food and no water, and we loathe this worthless food. A little bit of complaining and grumbling going on, hey? Verse 6, Then the Lord sent fiery serpents among the people, and they bit the people, so that many people of Israel died. And the people came to Moses and said, We have sinned, for we have spoken against the Lord and against you. Pray to the Lord that he takes away the serpents from us. So Moses prayed for the people, and the Lord said to Moses, Here it comes. Make a fiery serpent and set it on a pole, and everyone who is bitten, when he sees it, shall live. So Moses made a bronze serpent, and he set it on a pole. And if a serpent bit anyone... He would look at the bronze serpent and live. Kind of an interesting story, right? Kind of a weird story. But Jesus, again, as I mentioned earlier, talks about this very scene in John chapter 3, verses 14 and 15. In fact, he talks about the healing that this bronze serpent brought the people of Israel in the wilderness as they were dying from the bites of these poisonous snakes, he talks about the healing of this bronze serpent and how it was lifted up and how when these people would look at it, they would be healed and they wouldn't die. And he compares himself to that bronze serpent, but the next level, uh, a level much greater. Take a look at what he says in John chapter 3, verses 14 and 15. He says, and as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man, or in other words, so must I be lifted up, that whoever believes in him, in me, may have eternal life. So what do these two things have in common? Jesus and the serpent? <laughs> well, they both brought life. And, but there's still a difference, right? The serpent... Uh, preserved life, 
and caused the person not to die from the bites of the poisonous snakes. But the Son of God, the Son of Man who would be lifted up on a cross, for all who believe in Him, for all who set their eyes upon Him and believe in Him as their Lord and their Savior, don't just have their earthly life preserved, but they are gifted eternal life. What they deserve is the wages of sin is death, is eternal separation and condemnation and death, separation from God. But instead, because they look upon the Son of Man, the Son of God, they are given eternal life. So yes, these two things have something in common, healing and life, but yet there is a very great difference in what that all means. Friends, if you haven't looked to the Son of Man, the Son of God, who was lifted up upon the cross at Calvary over 2,000 years ago and trusted Him to be your healer, to be your eternal Savior and Lord, let me encourage you to look upon Him today. He went to the cross for you. He's been lifted up for you and for me and for all of mankind, and He desires to be in relationship with you and to give you that eternal healing that only He can give. Have a great day, friends. We'll see you next time on the Cornerstone Connection.